Everybody, it's so glad, it's so wonderful, it's so awesome to be back with you. I have missed you guys so much. As you guys know, here in Asia, in the tropical islands, we've had some typhoons, some rain, we've had some flooding everywhere, and now everything is just kind of getting back to normal. Wi-Fi is back up and everyone's rolling again. The COVID-19 thing is still down. Um, we have a few cases, a few things like that, but as a country out here in the Philippines Islands, we are doing pretty good. I'm sorry about what I hear back home with my family and my friends, over 250,000 deaths in the U.S., Oh my God, and over 11 million cases. That is so, so amazing. So stressful, mind-boggling numbers. But you guys, I'm here to talk to you live on my podcast today. This is our Diary of a Minimalist CEO, you guys, by Kareem Jackson, Minimalist CEO podcast today. You guys you guys can get this later on um, Google Podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, and all that great stuff. And live on my YouTube, Facebook, and of course, KareemAntonio.com. So today, you guys, understand this, you guys. 15 years ago, my life was, you know, I was doing my business. I was doing all my stuff. I, my company was growing. It was awesome. Um, I was an award-winning entrepreneur. It was suits and ties every day. I lived in the boardrooms. I, I did everything that I thought that everything that you're supposed to do when you're balling, when you're a, when a, you're a CEO, when you're an entrepreneur, when you're the boss and, you know, in business. I grew up seeing the images on TV and on the radio and everywhere, usually white guys at that time. But, you know, I had all the, the tapes from, you know, Robert Kiyosaki. I've had, you know, Thinking Grow Rich from Napoleon Hill. I had I How to Be a Billionaire from... Um, I forgot who that's by. <laughs> I had Donald Trump, all of his, you know, all of his CDs, all of his books, you know, um, they are the comeback, they are the deal. I had all of them, you guys. And I, of course, you know, he, they moved my cheese. I can go on and on. And I did everything right. I got there. I got the awards. I did all of that. And then about 10 years ago, I figured out I... <laughs> You have all this, but what does it mean? What What is it? It's just such a burden. It was all a burden to me. And so I wasn't happy. I wasn't content. So 10 years ago, I began this minimalist CEO journey where I didn't actually think that and know the term minimalist at the time. I definitely knew that I was a CEO. We kind of played around with the old term of, you know, briefcase, you know, businessman or laptop CEO at the time. But the truth is that I just wanted to be free. I, I, I would never saw my home even though it was fabulous you know i i never drove my car because i was in meetings all the time you know and if i did it was like okay let me just drive tonight let me just go here to just get away and then even when i was in my car i'd pop in a kiyosaki tape or something you know um pop in some napoleon hill you know i would do that even when i was having a massage i would play these self-help, get rich, you know, make it happen, you know, CDs. And then finally, about 10 years ago, you guys, that's about when I, and I came from a business family too, by the way. I came from a business family, entrepreneur family, grandma, grandpa, mom, dad, all business, you guys, all entrepreneurs, um, all my uncles, you know, all in our family business. Of course, there's some jobs that go through there, but even my aunt, Paula in Las Vegas right now in entertainment, all business, right? So we were an all business family. But, you know, being an entrepreneur since high school, 
My first business I started when I was in the sixth grade with um, Chris Oland in San Diego, California, USA, you guys. It was a landscape company, aka we cut your grass for $10, right? Then later in high school, I had an auto beauty center, a really fabulous, you know, hip hop, you know, car wash in Ramona, California and in, in the USA, you guys. Um, so I was all business. You know what I'm saying? Then later, the one that everyone knew me by where I really got really big was a company called House Boys International, where we managed estates for very wealthy people. We had all the housekeepers and the, with the car detailers and we we cleaned the house and painted. We decorated for Christmas. We were pretty much your butlers for hire. That company, I wanted to make it like Mary Mays and go big and public and franchise. My partners didn't want to. You know, I got bought out, you know, they continued on. It was a wonderful thing. We're very happy. And then I launched Minority Success. That company, which started as a small little magazine, that company, which is the company that Kareem Antonio has come from today, was what I was known for. Everything was great, you guys. Everything was wonderful. I was featured in Ingram's Magazine, Entrepreneur of the Year, even before the, the Minority Success. I had resolutions from the city where my family's from for the, my contributions to Minority America. Things were great, you guys. But in the, the day, I'll tell you one thing: when it when it really came down to it, I wasn't happy, man. Like many folks out there right now, struggling with this COVID situation. What are you gonna do? You know, you did everything right. You do you or you didn't do everything right. But then now something that you really can't control has screwed up everything, right? Everything's screwed up. Everything's like haphazard and backwards. People that, you know, have a million dollar homes, you know, are finding themselves three months behind right now, thinking how they're gonna come up with this 20, 30, 50, 60 thousand dollars. People in the richest country in the world are finding themselves in their fabulous cars with their chains and their bling bling um, in line at the food bank. Things are out of control. And at that time, you guys, I really I wasn't happy. So I, I had to make some life changing decisions. People thought I was insane to walk away from what they thought that was my dream. This is what you want. This is all you've been talking about. But when I reached that plateau and I looked over the ledge, I didn't like what I saw. I didn't like it. Not at all. Not at all, you guys. So you guys, Minimum CEO podcast right here. I'm so glad that you're here. We get raw. We get into it. We talk about entrepreneurship, things that, you know, apply to entrepreneurs that usually we don't talk about because all you hear is about the bling bling and the exciting things. But here we talk about entrepreneurship, you guys. So grab your snacks, grab your cocktails, grab your coffee, you guys. And I want you to come sit with me because we're going to talk about this today. Today, we're talking about the new normal. Some things in life that you can't control have just happened and what the hell are you going to do? Today, we're talking about the new normal. Six realities, people, that you need to accept. We're never going back, okay? It ain't going to happen. And you know what? I don't think that we want to go back. So let's talk about it live. By the way, you guys, grab my new ebook, Outsource Everything. It's available on Google Play, the App Store, Grimantonio.com for just $9.99. <laughs> but you guys, we're going to be talking about this. So understand, you guys, this is going to be a great episode. Three, two, one, we are live. Hello, world. 
Success is for everyone, baby. You're live on the set with Kareem Jackson. Yes, let's go. Hey, you guys, Cream Jackson, you are live on the set. I've got some news to tell you. Ten years ago, I left California, USA on the beach, and I got on a plane. I went to the tropics, and I reinvented myself. I wanted to turn my dreams into reality. I had a great time, great friend. I published magazines, books. I meditated. I sipped coconuts, you guys. I had tattoo competition, weekly shows, and I want you guys to know I sat down, and I wanted to write step-by-step step how I did it. How did I get free? How did I outsource everything? How did I get to where I could run my company from my laptop? And now I finished it. It is done. My new book, you guys, Outsource Everything, is out now. I finished it. I'm telling you all about how I gained my freedom, how I live in the tropics next to the beach in a beautiful lifestyle that I still run my business. I outsource everything. My new ebook, it's out now, you guys. It's available right now, you guys. I made it to where freedom is here for you. You can get the same freedom that I did. It's totally possible and it's totally doable. And this has never been been a better time than to do it. Grab my new ebook, Outsource Everything, on Google Play and the App Store, you guys. And of course, creamantonio.com forward slash my ebook. Outsource Everything. Outsource Everything, How to Be a Minimalist CEO by Kareem Jackson. An introduction for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Presented by Kane Co. America and the Chunkson Group. to break free. Oh my God, you guys are still here. Hey, okay, you guys, I'm so glad you're still here. I'm so glad you stuck around to the end because I want to show you some more about my book. I'm so excited about this. Outsource everything out now, you guys. It's out now. Go grab it on my website, you guys, cremantonio.com. You can go to the App Store, any of these places, and go grab it. I want you to sit down, ponder this, and think about why do I have the stress I have? Why am I working so hard? Why am I a slave to my business? Why do I not have more freedom? There's folks all over the world looking that can outsource to you. I'm gonna introduce you to this, tell you why you don't need that new car, you don't need that bling bling, you don't need that house right now. Outsource everything, get free. What good is that money? What good is all that fame and fortune if you are working every day like it's a job? Freedom is here, it's here for you, you guys. Grab my ebook, you guys. Outsource everything, Google Play, the App Store, and of course, crewmantonio.com forward slash my ebook. Go grab it, you guys. So, you guys, I walked away. That's what I did. I decided, you guys, that just like this Diary of a Minimalist CEO podcast by Kareem Jackson, um, you guys, this is my diary. This is the truth. I want you guys to hear the truth about how I feel, what I went through, because right now with this new normal, millions and millions of people are faced with the same thing. You Maybe you didn't choose to walk away, but now you got to walk away from that job, from that career, from that house, from that condo, from that car, from that girlfriend, from that boyfriend, from that husband, from that wife. Everything came crashing down and you realize that with anything, any wave, your lifestyle is a house of cards, <laughs> which is not a bad thing. Maybe it may feel like it's a bad thing because you didn't choose the situation, but the truth of it is from someone that's been in the situation, faced it and then chose to walk away. The outcome is still the same. The right on the wall is still the same language. And right now, you guys, 
there's a new normal out there. And I really want a lot of folks that I know out there to understand this is an opportunity. This is a good time for you. You walk away. You go ahead and you 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 achieve and go for the things that you want to go for. You take the opportunity to realize, okay, that house was too big anyway. That job, I didn't like it anyway. You know what? That wasn't a positive reinforcing building relationship anyway. I'd rather be a singer. I didn't want to be an accountant anyway. You claim it. That's what you do. You, you, you surrender to the fact that God's telling the whole world something. You didn't go through anything. The world went through this. The blessing is that we all went through it at the same time. No one has an excuse. No matter what color you are, no matter how rich or poor you are, everyone was slapped in the face at the same time. And some of the poorest people are some of the happiest people right now because they didn't lose anything. They didn't have anything. Much like slaves, black Americans before. People wonder why we're always happy, why we can always smile, why we can always land on our feet and bounce back because we're used to having nothing. So the worst case scenario, I got my family, I got me, I'm here. And this is an opportunity for you to shed all that shit. If you guys look back and you look at my other episode where I tell you how I did it, how I got rid of every single, single thing, step by step, had an estate sale and the whole damn thing. When you do it, when you forget and go through the whole drama and the turmoil and the resentment, if you survive, suicides are up right now, everybody. People are killing themselves. People in entrepreneurship and business, they're killing themselves, committing suicide. Look at the news. Look at the news. Young people committing suicide right now. Because of what they've lost, material things. Imagine that. So right now we're in a new normal and you guys are going through something that I know very well. So I thought I would sit here today on my podcast and talk to you about it. I've got six realities, you guys, that you need to accept. And I, I believe that we are never going back. And I don't think that we want to go back online. It's the safest and best place to make money in the world for everybody right now blessing is that we had it. the spanish flu there was no online you just were broke and no one even knew you were in the hospital and if we do not recognize this you guys and we do not you know we, we're not going to make it if we do not recognize that right now the blessing is the internet entrepreneurship their entire country is building whole economies off off and online jobs entire whole economies gig economies online jobs you know remote work things like that all based online there's online stores actual stores a friend of mine showed me a book the other day from staples in america big huge store where you get all your staples from for your office everything for the office massive store huge corporation they competed with another one. I forgot the name of it now, but they killed somebody, came in, took the market, Staples. You know, they're Staples Center, right? They have a, you know, event place, well, an arena. <laughs> but they had shipped him a magazine, a hard copy, real paper magazine to his house. 
they're competing heavy because people that are online, even the smallest person, no matter what color you are, how poor or rich you are, online is booming. They're doing online bookings, online stores. There are buy and sell millionaires online. So it's a new normal out there. And there's so many opportunities. I want to just have this conversation because I know a lot of you are messaging me and you don't see it out there. You don't see it. Our company right now is doing really well with ebooks. Chefs are popping out the woodwork. They want ebooks. They want to be able to make 10 bucks selling their recipes. It's a new thing for them. You know, the other blessing is these are folks that are doing their dream cooking in their home, making money because of the coronavirus. These are people that are beautiful, well-educated, talented, careers. But now that side hustle is the real hustle, the new normal, baby. Thank God, you know, the internet is not human, right? Because understand this, you guys, on the internet, and I'm saying this is second, it saved my life. When I went rogue and walked out, I walked out because in the back of my head, I had the website, I had the data, I had the, I had that. It didn't mean much at <laughs> that time. But now, fast forward 15, 10 years, and it has proven to be a lifestyle on a computer, online billing, pay to my PayPal MasterCard, entire company. Payroll, everything. And you know what? The internet, why I saw it as the future, why I think that you need to look on the internet and think of what you can do on the internet, how you can get your business. Staples Center is sending people hard copy magazines. They're reaching for folks. They're sending you a catalog. They're using the internet to get your information. And then they're sending you a book. And now a magazine is like, wow. There's generations of people who have never seen books before, people. No child under 15 years old has a library in their home unless they're like a genius. <laughs> Everything is on their phone. Everything. But the internet, you guys, the blessing, the benefit, I think a lot of you are missing it and you don't see it, but you'll see it soon enough is because the internet is not human. Thank God. It's not racist or sexist, nor is it classist or homophobic. When someone clicks your link, orders a pizza from your place, or outsources that job or tax to you. They do not care about the people technically. They, they just want to be serviced. They want to get their item, have their logo made or whatever. This is huge. This is so huge, you guys. If you guys just hear me out. This new normal thing. That cell phone in your pocket right now, no matter where you live in the world, third country, first world country, fifth world country. Wow. That cell phone in your pocket is more powerful than the entire computer system. The United States of America government used to manage the White House or secure the launch codes of our atomic bombs back when Ronald Reagan was the president. Put that in perspective. You can do more with that phone than Ronald Reagan could. He still had to send someone on a plane with a, you know, briefcase <laughs> handcuffed to their wrist to push the bomb back in the day. Right? So why are you working that minimum wage job at McDonald's in USA anyway? The one you lost, you're frustrated about. Why were you there anyway? When people are making $100,000 a year on Instagram or from their online store. All you need to do is make three, four thousand dollars and you replaced your McDonald's wage income. I'm just saying. 
If you can learn buying and selling t-shirts and you can flip a hundred shirts a month, you making what you were making in Mickey D's. That's the blessing. Why are you working that minimum wage job at McDonald's? Come on now, anyway. Why anyway? <laughs> Just think about it. Teenagers are making $5,000 a month online. So why are you working at a low-end job you hate, which will soon be replaced by artificial intelligence anyway? And I don't mean robots. It ain't got to be that serious. The fact that you can get a video done on, on YouTube or a commercial made and you not even have a model anymore on camera. They've got cartoons replaced, you know, <laughs> models now. You know, computers speaking have replaced human voiceovers now. If you're a CEO, why are you letting your company hemorrhage cash? Which until 15 years ago, I was doing the same damn thing. Letting your company lose its competitive edge or even go bankrupt, living off loans and investments and burning through cash and looking for venture capitalists when there are options to save you as much as 50% off of your labor and business development cost. Nothing against workers, nothing against y'all, but I'm going to just tell you this. CEOs, you could save up to 50% off of your labor cost right now So because of the internet. By outsourcing and things like that. And truthfully, let me tell you this, you guys, don't feel bad. Because you guys are executives, whether you're all over the world, it doesn't matter where you are, the world is in this together right now. If you're an executive, you better get on, on online. You better get you an, an online executive assistant job. You better get you an online something. You better get you a store because you're smart already. That's the future anyway. Even if you go get a job somewhere, you know what you're going to be doing? building their online presence, pushing their products online, especially in America. Don't be fooled. Restaurants, yeah, they'll survive. The ones that are really, really supposed to survive. This is a watershed moment out there right now. This is the new normal. And it's a good thing. If you led the right life, you did the right things. If you didn't overspend and you were frugal, if you have a product that's really genuine, you have a talent that really, really matters. What they call it essential workers, things like that. Oh, you rolling right now. If you're an inventive maneuvering type person and you got into making masks really quick and PPE, even if you're local sewing stuff. Oh, you rolling right now. Globally, people are buying masks online from all over the world. So you need to be proactive, you guys. So today, let's talk about it. We're talking about six things I think you need to realize. One is that you need to work on you. Two is that you need a transition skill. You need a skill that can take you from point one to point B, baby. Every black person knows what I'm talking about. You need a side hustle. Let's just call it a transitional skill. Three, BYOB people. And if you're not black and not hip, you know, learn entrepreneurship. Be your own boss. You need to do that. Number four, you guys, outsource everything. I don't care if you're an independent housewife. I don't care if you're the CEO of, of Google and everything in between. Outsource everything because everyone that's doing the outsourcing work of the folks who used to be in the offices. Now, if they go to the office, they can get sick. So why not have remote workers? Why not support people that are delivering from their, their kitchens and their homes and restaurants? 
Who cares about going to the restaurant? You know what? They can stay open. Just buy from online. Make them deliver it to you. They'll be okay. Houston delivers. <laughs> P.F. Chang's delivers. McDonald's delivers. Pizza Hut delivers. They may lose some customer service people. But truthfully, they need more delivery drivers. Let's flip it and understand the opportunity, right? Number five, you guys, move. You've got to get proactive. You've got to move. Move, people. Do not be afraid of change. And number six, freedom is king. Freedom's king, people. Freedom is king right now. So understand that. And see that when it comes down to it, as you guys, this is what it's all about. This is what all of this is teaching you. There is a new normal right here. We're going to talk about that because I really think I've been through it 10,000 times, y'all. 10,000 times. And I'll tell you something. I've been blessed to, to choose it and not be a victim of it. So I was able to analyze and think and make maneuvers and you know, create a transition venture or a transition skill. I wasn't thrust into anything like now when everyone's faced with certain things right now. But I know one thing I can sure in the hell relate to you. I know how it feels to, to wonder how you're going to pay the rent, light bill, water bill, feed the kids. Because that's the life of an entrepreneur. We take risk. We're willing to lose our house to this to fund this startup. You know, where most people have their great jobs and security and they're just credit cards that they have is for Gucci's and Prada's and vacations. Entrepreneurs, our debt is business cards, commercials, advertising, staff, payroll, rent, suits, ties. So we relate to it. I think that we know a lot about the situation that a lot of folks are in right now. So you guys, you know, grab your snack. You guys, we're going to talk about those six things when we come back. I, we're going to have a conversation because I think you want to hear this. This is going to be a short podcast. I like here because I can be myself. I can kind of relax. I can really have a conversation with you. I can really talk to you. I can really give you some insights. You know, my regular show is kind of conservative, but the minimalist CEO podcast, you know, this new, new new thing we got going with this diary of a minimalist CEO where I can open up to you. I know all about the new normal. I've had new normal a dozen times and we've got six realities you need to accept right now because we're never going back. And I don't think that we want to go back. So let's talk about it live, you guys. Um, but of course, this fantastic show is supported by wonderful sponsors, and I thank you. And I love you very much. So here is a little word from our sponsor, Primarosa Center. Um, they're a really great place, you guys, so check out. But go get your snack, go get your coffee, go for, refill your cocktail, and come back, and we're going to get into these six things, you guys, all about the new normal.
Oh my God, ladies. This is Kareem Jackson. You are live on the set. Let me tell you this. I got lots of compliments. I got lots of oh my gods about my sexy, smooth, chocolate skin. And you know what? Actually, what happened was I had my first facial. It was amazing. I went to Dr. Jamie Vistantisby at her Primarosa Aesthetic Center in Floridel Bulacan. She's one of the magazine's 100 best of Bulacan. And seriously, it blew me away. I see why Primarosa Center is one of the 100 best of Bulacan. Their quality, their service is so amazing. They have new equipment, cutting edge procedures from all around the world, right here for you in Bulacan. But okay, you guys, don't worry. This is Kareem Jackson. You know I've got you covered. Just mention this ad, mention my name, mention Bulacan Lifestyle Magazine live on the set, and we got you 20% off any facial treatment at Primarosa Center. You can save up to 3,000 pesos. You, go ahead, contact Primarosa right now. Look them up on Facebook, Primarosa Aesthetic Center. You can go to their website, www.primarosacenter.com, and you can even call them up, 044-794-7980. Again, you guys, 044-794-7980. Tell them Kareem Jackson sent you and get 20% off any facial treatment. Look as good as me. 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 Three, two, one. We are live. Hello, world. Success is for everyone, baby. You're live on the set with Kareem Jackson. Yes, let's go. Welcome back, everybody. I'm glad to see that you're still here. Thank you for staying, you guys. If you guys want to have a great, great, great facial, you guys got to check out that Primarosa. They are fantastic. Another great person that I love, has a great business, great employees, but they're having to get used to the new normal, baby. Home service, special bookings, online bookings, pushing the website all over Instagram. That's what they're doing now, baby. They're all over and they're doing really good, but they had to adjust to the new normal too. So you know what, you guys, you're not in it by yourself. You're not in it alone. That's one thing you should understand. If you're going through that right now, don't worry about it. You're not by yourself. You're in it with a lot of people. The whole world is in it with you because that might be more comforting to you. I'm telling you this little secret I found out, you guys. You guys are down here. You're probably more than less um, likely entrepreneurs, um, minimal CEOs out there, um, business people, entrepreneurs, like big bosses doing side hustles, running companies, doing your thing. I'm glad that you're here listening. You guys all know. And if you guys are not in America, maybe you do not know this. So I'm speaking to you. LinkedIn is the future. It's the future. And I know they're number one in America, you guys. And usually Asia, um, well, China is, is, is a huge, huge on, on LinkedIn, um, as well as Canada, I think. And just about four or five countries, by the way. So for the Philippines Islands, you guys, for Africa, you guys, um, Ghana, those businesses, um, especially with with the international, you know, uh, 
world of shipping now and online buying, LinkedIn is totally the future. Um, they're not as big as Facebook and, and YouTube and, and all of that yet. I don't think they're not even big as maybe they're around the size of Zoom when it comes to users, but it's the new hot thing in America. If you're in America right now listening, you know this already. So I'm just speaking to the choir. But let me tell you this, though, the folks on there, they kind of work in the past. And, you know, it's LinkedIn is cool. I have been on there for my whole career. Well, not my whole career, but I think I've been on there 10 years had a LinkedIn account for quite a long time. I never really used it, but I just kind of got back into it um, because I'm doing some new things and LinkedIn is the place to be at for that. So you guys can look at me on, on, on LinkedIn, by the way, check me out, Kareem Jackson on LinkedIn um, and connect with me there. Let's do some business. But you guys, the folks on there are kind of working in the past, you know, we got to get some of our hip, cool, real global business folks on there and shake things up a bit. Um, but all the services that you need, that they need, and everything that's there, the, the networking, the communication, even if you don't want to buy and sell anything, it's like going to the Chamber of Commerce Mixer Global. You know, it's like the Global Chamber. They should have, you know, called it a different name. <laughs> you know, the Global Chamber, you know, because you're kind of there. You can see what folks are doing and and you can see what they do. And you can, even if you don't want anything, you can just say, hey, what's up? Here's my card. <laughs> You know, you can chat and it's very minority, you guys, a lot of black folks, a lot of powerful women. Um, diversity is huge, which is shocking because it is an, an American, you know, um, website. <laughs> so it's really nice to see that. I was really surprised years ago when I was on there, which is why I didn't really enjoy being on there. I never really did anything on there is because back in the day, it wasn't so diverse but I guess it reflected companies. And since I had my own business, I really didn't need to associate it and deal with it. I wasn't really so much B2B. I was always B2C or B2 small business, you know, as small B. So that thing wasn't a big deal to me. I, I They usually would come after me. You know, they wanted me to spend my money there with their printers, with their designing firms, with their marketing firms. You know, usually I would go there to meet folks that had ad agencies and wanted to place their ads in my publications. It was like that. So now I'm happy to see that it's very diverse. So you guys in this new normal, LinkedIn is where it's at right now. If you're in the Philippines and you have a professional business, um, if you're doing any kind of gig stuff, get serious about LinkedIn. Um, just understand that. Don't be pushy. Don't need to sell anything. Just kind of get in and, you know, say, hey, what's up? You know, imagine you're at the chamber. You meet these folks, see what they're doing, see what the vibe is, the party first. You know, um, I'm posting a lot right now. <laughs> kind of getting up because I'm seeing a lot. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. This is so cool. And folks that I haven't talked to in 10 or 20 years are rocking it on LinkedIn back home. So shout out to Chuck Chianuma, shout out to um, one of my designers, um, um, oh my God, I, um, Marcus Bussey rolling on LinkedIn. Um, oh my God, Ingram's Magazine back home in Kansas City. You guys, the diversity is amazing on LinkedIn. Um, this new normal has changed everything. And so you guys are doing anything, get out there and network. Um, everything in Kansas City is, is great. The diversity is amazing. Um, you've got the Canadian Black Chamber, which I don't even think was around a decade ago. Um, heavy on LinkedIn. You guys, the new normal, you guys just get out there and meet people that are doing, that are out there online doing what you're doing, widen your horizons. Because even if you guys are selling seasonings at home and you're doing good, you can sell that crap globally. Just figure out how market globally get on places and really push it because the new normal can be your best friend 
As small business entrepreneurs and types of personalities, such as like Gary V, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk, and you know, Elon Musk, even, even though he's crazy rich, he's a kind of a laid back, cool, small business entrepreneur personality type guy, right? As well as like mom and pop shop owners, like as soon as just like as they jump onto LinkedIn, they're soon gonna dominate the culture. I see it coming. You know, because a lot of us out here, we've really been looking for a place. And LinkedIn is the good thing is diverse, the diversity. We usually didn't want to deal with certain things if we were an entrepreneur because we didn't have to. I have to work there. I have to deal with you because we wanted diversity. And me, I left the whole country to get out of the world and do business globally and to move my business into the you know Pacific Rim or Asia in the Philippines. But when I was from the States, that was just like a dream. How can I get... A client to get a logo in Asia or Germany. How, how can I do that? But nowadays you can really do that. <laughs> this new normal, everyone is online. Every celebrity is online. Every politician is online. Not just the hood, not just the little Viber and the little chat apps and the dating apps. Everybody, if you want to open your own clothing line, it's you can do it on your from your phone. If you want to push your company to get your your store to have more clients you can do it from your phone you can take money you can transfer you can do it all on your phone the new normal everybody is there so there's no insecurity about it there's no wondering about it there's no i don't want to be the first to the party anymore everybody's there it's not don't be shy every, every oprah is online <laughs> you don't need a tv anymore to see her you can see her on your phone understand that that means that oprah she's taken one video filming or whatever she's doing for the tv and now she got another one right set up for online one specific to youtube one for instagram one for for linkedin one for whatever think about that so roll up because i'll tell you this real quick you guys in this new normal situation um they're going to dominate Small businesses are going to rock it because they're all looking right now. The local pizza joint is competing head to head with Mickey D's and Pizza Hut. <laughs> I mean, you know, the local burger joint is you know competing with you know Mickey D's, and the pizza joint is competing with you know Pizza Hut. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about. PF Chang's. Think about this: you can now get Chef So and So Asia Chinese for real to deliver to your house for the same price as PF Chang's. So who's really struggling right now? These small business guys are going to boom this season right now, you guys. So LinkedIn will not remain this corporate and stuffy chamber of commerce style platform. They won't do it. It'll, it'll be cute for a while, but eventually they're going to reflect the new styles of entrepreneurship and CEOs who lead these new massive you know, enterprises because they're more casual. They're more hip. They're more global. They don't sit in a cubicle anymore. They don't sit in a boardroom all day. The folks that have the money nowadays are around the world. They're global. Clients are going to be from everywhere. Even the big companies on LinkedIn are going to realize, oh, wait, wait a second. There's Fortune 500 companies in every country in the world. Not just New York City, not just Manhattan. You know, $1,000 is $1,000. It's relative. It doesn't matter. You know, in McDonald's in, in the Philippines is a three, four star restaurant. You can take clients to McDonald's and have a business meeting at McDonald's and they'll be just fine. Get the party room. It doesn't have to be Houston's. So the, it's relative, you know. So if you're in the States and you want to have a board meeting, entertain clients abroad 
it'll cost you the same as it would cost for catering a birthday party at Pizza Hut. <laughs> you know, and you 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 do the party and you present. Because remember, McDonald's is also more expensive in Philippines too. It's more high end. It's more, it costs, it's it's three, four, five times the local food price. So just keep that in mind. Because everyone's gonna get on, they're gonna get global. These local businesses are gonna be the new big boom, you guys, these small guys, they're gonna all thrive. So to some, from brick and mortar to click and order, for example, right? From brick and mortar to click and order, <laughs> it's a burden to you. It's, it's, a, it's a burden. But if you go with the flow, it you know it's a blessing that we can consult a client on from our cell phones. You know, I can reach, I understand this. I can consult with the client from our cell phones, both of our cell phones, meaning they could be busy and just grab their phone and, and we can have our meeting. I can be, I don't have to, I don't have to be in studio, right? I can reach hundreds of thousands of readers without printing a single page of my magazine, right? To hell with those high cost printers, that those evil printers. Oh my God, back in the day that literally crashed my business a decade ago. You know, I was a slave to the printers um, in the US. You know, then after them came the distributors, right? How do I distribute this stuff? That was another one. You had to pay for shelf space, you know, things like that. You have to, it was a, that was amazing. Have huge parties, you know, for launch parties for magazines to give people the magazines and get pictures and promote, right? But now distribution is free. Content, the idea, the market is everything. Thank God. <laughs> so, number one, you guys, oh, you got to work on you. Okay, this pandemic COVID-19 has given us all, whether you like it or not, a serious, piercing, loud wake up call simultaneously, globally. If you've not learned a new skill or a few of them and you just sat there and waited for it to go back to normal, then you aren't going to you're going to be screwed. The same way the coronavirus kills the body and focuses, you know, on the pre-existing illnesses and pre-existing conditions and all of that stuff, you know, we already have. And then. You know, we, we, they use what you have inside of you. They lose your pre-existing conditions and all of your illnesses, all your weak points. They use that against you. That's what coronavirus does. And then it uses that to possibly kill you. And 10% of 20% or whatever people that get it, as they say, you know, die from it. The virus does the same thing to our lives. It took that life that you had and maybe you were fine financially but you hated who you were stuck in the house with, right? Maybe you didn't lose your job, but you wish you did, right? Anybody out there feel what I'm talking about? Maybe you lost everything, but you don't know why you feel guilty because you're happy because now you're like, oh my God, I never imagined what I would do without that house payment right now. I never imagined what I would do without that car payment. You're feeling like you're a slave free from shackles, baby. <laughs> so work on you right now. If you haven't already done it, figure out what skill you need to learn, what things, how you need to transition your company, how, what pivot that you need to do, because the opportunities are out there. Number two, you guys, that transition skill. Okay. A job is not everything. Your job is not everything. A title is not real life. And if you do not have a side hustle or a FU skill 
or at least a skill which can transition you if something goes or went wrong, like COVID-19. You know now what will happen. You got a warning. You got a wake-up call. Now you know. People in third world countries, you guys, if you're not, sip your cup, say hello. I want you to listen to me for a second here. Listen to the speakers here. I'm going to be a little louder. People in third world countries are doing better than the average American right now, financially, emotionally. It's not a criticism, but it's a reality check that we all need to get into perspective. Understand that. I'm not going to repeat myself again because I think it might be a little harsh for some people to understand. 11 million plus Americans got this. That, that went to the hospital. You know how many people that now have hospital debt, possibly anything? Lost their job because they couldn't. How are they going to work if they're in the hospital for a month? What are they going to do when they get out? Now they have hospital bills. Think about that. No other country has that. That's a burden that no one else has. A quarter million dead. I mean, it shows that America's all about money and, and greed and go, go, go. And you don't even want to be home. You don't even want to, you don't even want to stop. Quarter million dead. Who's paying for the funerals? How did families come up with that money? The average American funeral, I think, is ten thousand dollars. So who's got that two point five what what is that? Million? Do they have it? Plus the medical bills? And if they had a job, who's going to work now? Right? Who's going to wash the kids? Who's taking, who's taking care of grandma? Or grandma, grandpa passed away and they had no will? What do we do with the car, the house? How, what are we going to do? Right? Americans are going through it right now. People don't talk about that. So have you a transition skill? No matter what, learn something so if something happens, you can fall back on it. Side hustle, whatever you want to call it. And the next thing I, 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 I don't mean a part-time job either. <laughs> okay, I'm not talking about a part-time job. Transition skills, something that you know that you could go out. And if you couldn't wait tables today, you know you can go and you can manage Facebook accounts. Do social media marketing. You know it. You could go do nails. You could go paint houses. If you couldn't do retail because your company was closed because you know how to be an entrepreneur and open up a delivery service business. Talking to the real folks here, the real folks. Okay. Number three, you guys. BYOB, baby. Come on. Learn entrepreneurship. Stop fighting with this. Stop playing like it's not real. Being a black American, one advantage and brothers that don't take this the wrong way, and I, I'm a very positive, optimistic person. That's how I live my life. But being a black American, one advantage is that we always have needed to be our own boss, our BYOB. We don't drink too much beer. Initially, we were slaves. Think about that. I know my great grandmother was a slave. I've seen pictures of her. I've seen my grand. What are you talking about? What? That wasn't that long ago. I know where my grandma came from. I know how we got to where we are. Like, come on now. This is my family. Same as you know your family. I know my family. Right? Understand that. We, we you know, Forget the treatment. Forget the, that we were slaves. That is working. Okay? <laughs> 
and getting think about it could you imagine right now if you had to go to work and not get paid what would you do forget they were slave forget that it was black force forget that you even know who it was if you knew people that came from the stock that knew how to go work not get paid a single cent and then turn into what we are today somehow have a little side hustle at the at, you know the back of the, the the plantation jute joints remember we ain't getting no money so how are we making it happen with nothing that's the stock we're from that's why every black person no matter obama no matter beyonce anybody that has any black in them especially if you are black like oprah she's black she knows if she lost everything tomorrow she all right She'll get it back. That's not a fear for her. The same as it wasn't a fear for her of how she's going to survive if she has nothing. And my point is with a lot of you out there right now, maybe you feel like you don't have nothing. That's okay. You understand me? Learn entrepreneurship. We did it. We were slaves. We came back from nothing. That's why most black Americans, we ain't, we were used to this. In America, you didn't phase black people by making us stand in line for eight hours to vote. We couldn't even vote before. And nothing wrong with no black person when we in the line getting no car. We're not going to do that. You don't probably see many black folks in those food pantry lines. I'll tell you the truth right now. We've been broke before. We got some canned goods. This happens to us every month. The money runs out. And if you're rich right now, you still ain't forgot, like riding a bike. You're like, oh shit, okay, I lost everything. Okay, let's call grandma. Let's go back to where we were. And you know you're going to get it back. That's a benefit. So if you're struggling out there, you're not sure what you're going to do, you need to go get a black American friend. <laughs> get some coaching, okay? So understand that. So we already know how it is to work and not get paid. So now when you guys can't work, there's no pay. You can't even last a week without a paycheck. Most brothers, they're going to be okay. We're going to make it. But I understand. So you better learn entrepreneurship because that's what we know. Side hustle, whatever derogatory word they've given it. At the end of the day, we knew entrepreneurship because even when we got free from slavery, then we battled discrimination, redlining, you know, and all that is okay. It made us become conditioned. And I'll use the word conditioned that we need to have our own hustle. Even if it's secret down low, you know, the, 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 you know, the good time house under the basement, whatever the hustle is, we could never depend on the man. So we always had entrepreneurship as our first rite of passage, something everyone can appreciate right now. Correct. We could never get a bank loan anyway. We couldn't get credit cards anyway. We never knew what the hell a venture capitalist even was. So we're used to this. So I'm telling you from someone that's used to it, BYOB, be your own boss. Okay, you guys, this one's a hard one. And back in the day, it was, it was something that that was an issue in the American business community, but it's, it's not anymore. So you need to let it go. Number four, you guys outsource everything. 
especially right now that many workers don't have jobs. They're at home doing gigs. They're at home working on their their laptops, trying to get jobs at these these outsourcing BPO, you know, um, remote work companies. So they need you to outsource. Understand even the person that you let go, if you're not outsourcing, you would start off by saying remote work, the same as Google did. If they can do it, you can do it. Because understand this for me. I just this. I realized this ten years ago, fifteen years ago, but it wasn't under crisis. So I was searching for a way to be able to live my life and to get out of town and da 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 da. But I didn't want to lose my company. And at that time, you know, believe it or not, I'm 48 years old, 48 years young, and 15 years ago. A website was a ten thousand, twenty thousand dollar investment. Okay, <laughs> even for my little company, right? So telling partners, you know, that you want to take twenty thousand dollars. Remember, that doesn't include your designers and the graphics and the, the photo shoots and the things that are now crazy easy that you can get on Canva. You can buy stuff that wasn't even around. Okay, um, so that was a hard pitch, but now it's not. It's not, and there's no excuse. Outsource because you can focus on what you do. What this coronavirus, this new normal, is showing us: the the corporate term. You need to get lean. You need to get lean. Me too. I'm, I'm doing yoga every morning. I'm trying to get in shape. Trying to get lean, right? This is new normal now. I can't afford all those clothes. <laughs> I don't want to have all those clothes. I've downsized my house. I don't need all those clothes anymore. I gotta lose a little weight. So my clothes take up less space in my closet. But number four, you guys outsource everything because the point of it is, why are you wasting money on job positions that can be outsourced? Time equals money, right? So you're wasting time and money because you have not learned to use the power of the internet, the U.S. dollar conversion rate, and the English language to benefit you and your business. Even if you're an individual, just you know, live in your house. There's things you do. You can open your own business and outsource everything, so you know you, you can you can just you know not have to have any staff, and you know that's how you can do it. So why are big companies not using more of it? If you know Halle Berry can have a, a makeup line, <laughs> right? Where's her factory at? Tell me. Have you seen her in a in a white doctor's coat? No. It's outsourced or whatever you want words you want to use. She ain't doing it. Someone else handles it all for her, and she focuses on doing what she does best: being Hallie. Okay, if you're in the Philippines, Vice Gunda got her makeup. She ain't no chemist, but she got one, and she outsourced everything to them, and she focuses on what she's doing to do that what she does well, and she makes her little cut. Because today, think about this: from logo design to data entry, you can not only save money, you guys, or overhead and stress and of managing people, but you can have the freedom, like I like to enjoy, to focus on what you love to do, what you're good at. This new website, Outst, um, you guys coming out, it's Outst.us. You guys um, is looking to be the new Monster.com or Job Street, you know. But instead of listing jobs, you know, they they enter your position or your job offer into the system, right? And then they find out how much you can save, like car insurance, right? By outsting that job. It's going to be so cool. I'm excited for this this little startup to start. I'm curious how it's going to be because I think that CEOs out there, you're going to be popping these jobs in thinking, wait, wait a second. 
if I outsource this position, I could save this, I could save that. Wow, I think you're going to be shocked. You're going to be shocked. And the truth of it is, like it did for me, it could save your company, save your life. It could be a way for you to become a business. My sister, hello, big shout out to Alana back home. You guys, you're in Texas, you guys, exclusively locked in Texas. Shout out to you. Visit Alana Locks, you guys, Alana Jackson. She's a celebrity dreadlock artist, um, and she's bad as hell. She's fine. She had a new thing out right now. She's sponsoring Escrow. You guys they have a new product out right now. Um, give a shout out and thank you for Escrow for sponsoring my baby sister. <laughs> but she just outsourced for her product that she uses the oil um, to put in the dreadlocks. She outsourced the, the making, the manufacturing, everything. The bottles. She sourced the, the, the logos and the labels and things like that. And now my baby sister got her own little product on the shelf outsource you don't need to make the wheel anymore people need to people people now the world needs more entrepreneurs that know how to sell that know how to market that know how to be online so outsourcing the people that do the behind the scenes that is the future okay because i'll tell you this um anyway next thing you guys number five um you got to move you may not want to, you know, hear this, but you got to move. OK, if you've been living in the same place, the same house, same city, same state and the same country for the more than 10 years, then you need to move. If you're living somewhere and you are working broke, then you need to move. You know, I chose happiness and freedom and love, but if money's your thing. You know, I understand that. But if you're sitting up here and you need to think about this for a second. Why would you not move? You know, it's like you need to go out and understand that when it comes down to it, especially if you're forced to lose your house, I want you to embrace this perspective because maybe it will make you feel better about being a victim of a eviction or a victim of downsizing or a victim of relocation or outsourcing of your job or things like that. Um, Moving is a good thing because it gives you the ability to reinvent yourself. You can you can think, okay, let me reinvent myself. Let me think of if I now that I can start over, how much money every month I want my life to cost me. What life would make me happy? Because a lot of times in America, we are scared to move and we want to hold on to material things because they have us believing that the wealth, the 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 the, the, the success is here right you got to be here no matter what but if you move even if people move for a year whether it's out the country with your family or anything like that then i'll tell you this it changes the way that you think and maybe when you go places you realize i can work from the small town outside new york like for example texas is booming right now so I can leave Hollywood, I can leave Manhattan, go live in the cheaper Texas, still do my work, still make the same money, right? But I don't need to live in all that anymore. It's not safe to live in it anymore anyway. And I could have a 10,000 square foot home instead of a 500 square foot or a thousand square foot home, you know, just for the same price. So now my kids have their own rooms and my kids have this. It's not just poor folks that are struggling. Rich folks are struggling too. 
And the same thing goes for if you are struggling, you're making minimum wage. You can work McDonald's anywhere. So why are you living in New York City? Why are you living in these places? Unless you're specifically pursuing a career outside of that, but if that's your life, that's why you're broke. Maybe move somewhere else. Have the same sort of job or get online and learn a new skill. But I think 40 million people in America are facing eviction right now. So the word move, I'm saying many of you are going to be forced to move anyway. But I think that even if you're not, you have the reality check, maybe it's time for you to rethink that. What if I did live outside the country for a year, two years? Because I know I could, I have, I've got $10,000 in the bank. I don't know how I'm going to live here. That's only three months of my rent. But if I leave now, I can live in another country for a year for $10,000. Simply meditate, Bali, maybe Philippines islands, maybe for some people, for example, if you, it could be Ghana for some black folks, but 10, 15,000 left right now, you might want to rethink everything because you're going to be broken three months anyway in America. So why not just wait till it opens and then go live on a beach somewhere for a year, write that book, live that life, take your family, whatever and go somewhere for six months and come back and rethink everything, restructure, relax. Because you know that money doesn't go very far in the States. So I think moving could be a wonderful, wonderful thing. But if money is your thing, you know, people are making $100,000 a year selling makeup, you know, as an affiliate online on Instagram and Facebook. Others make like $50,000 a year, you guys taking bookings from Facebook for their in-home salons and things like that. And people are making a million dollars a year from their simple little website selling consulting services. So why are you stuck in a job you hate working 50 hours a week to just be broke? Hmm. You know, you might as well move because you lose your lifestyle. That's why. So the last one, you guys, number six, you guys, this one here is something that is debatable. A lot of folks come at me about this and they really hate my attitude about this. And I'll tell you, I'm a victim of Eat, Pray, Love. You know, that movie was when I first left the States and went to the tropics, that movie was my my muse. <laughs> that was it. That was my screenplay. Um, I didn't go to Bali. But the lifestyle, the everything that she experienced, and she was a writer like me, is exactly what I experienced, so to speak. And I was not disappointed. That movie was not fake. It was not overrated. Bali's just like that. The Philippines Islands can be just like that. Love is harder to find when you're happy. I mean, love is easier to find when you're happy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you have time to date. When you have time to enjoy. So freedom, you guys, is king. That's number six. In my humble opinion, okay, in my humble opinion, you guys, and I've been rich and I've been poor. Money is overrated. It really is. Making a lot of money in your business or your job means nothing if you cannot see your children. I never saw my dad when I grew up. He was too busy making money. You cannot take time off for your health and have no time nor energy to enjoy your life the coronavirus has proved that to us you guys it means nothing 
if you've let yourself go so far that any whiff and you're two weeks, you're gone. And even if we didn't, we don't get sick like me. I know I got to work out more. I know I got to get some yoga going. I know I got to, I know I, it's a wake up call for all of us. You know, I'm not saying don't make money. I get it. We all need money. We all got bills. I get you. But that's not king. And if you're happy, if you're healthy, if you're inspired, money will come. Believe me. And you will also have the life that you want. It's like people that I see in the States. They live like in a in a bubble, like a fake life. You know, if you look on LinkedIn for many of them, they look all suit and tie and professional, right? But then, you know, deep down inside, let's just, because my lifestyle is different. A business meeting to me could be next to the pool at Shangri-La talking deals. I have an, a, 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 a meeting this weekend, a big shout out you guys to this, the outs, you know, not US deal. I'm hoping that we can get that thing going. Um, but you guys, this weekend, I'll be having my meeting by the pool for Thanksgiving. It's a meeting to get away, but there's no conference tables here. It's not the life anymore. It's not the way it's, it's done. We outsource to people like that. <laughs> you guys be professional. We're going to get comfortable and be able to talk the deal and create the sale. And a lot of folks, the freedom to do that to me, I'm, I'm not bragging about being able to do it, but the freedom to do it means you can choose the clients and the situations and the deals that give you the lifestyle that you want to live. That's amazing. And because you feel good and you and they feel good and it's trustworthy and you're relaxed, you can make money, you can do deals, you can make you can make things happen. Everything's not in a vacuum. Everything's you don't have to go to the office, you don't have to go to the conference room. The same things can get done, but just a different lifestyle. And freedom to me is king because if you have the freedom to do that, I think most folks would do it. The freedom to not have to work if it's not safe, that's freedom. Not money, because even if you have money, but you got to work, right? But the freedom to have, to not have to work, to be safe, you, you, you're okay. You can last for a little bit because you don't live so high on the hog. Or if you have to preach the conditions and you can't work, the freedom to really think of yourself first, it doesn't mean that you have a lot of money in the bank. Maybe you have that extra skill. So now you say, okay, well, you know, I never, I didn't really do it before, but now I'm going to be an online CPA, you know, the freedom to work anywhere when things shut down. That was an amazing freedom that I had, that I wish everyone had had. My partner, it was amazing that we were locked up for three months in the house and we had a fabulous time. You know, we got things done. We did new websites. We did new graphics. We got new clients. We did a bunch of videos. We got we 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 moved the studio to to the home studio. So we didn't have to go to the studio anymore. We we did billing. We got new ebook promos. We got the the that we got we got the apps done for our publications for our new books. If you guys look, the first issue of the Philippines magazine, the one that got me free, that issue is an app. It's actually online at, at, at Google Play. You can check it out. Before it was free, but now on the app store, it costs $5. So we did a lot. The free have the freedom to do it because of what we do. The freedom to say no and to not worry about how you will pay your rent. The freedom to not have to deal with a racist environment, workspace, so much diversity on LinkedIn, or just to be able to get a paycheck. You're going to deal with all that. 
for a paycheck. That's freedom. So you guys, I'll say this to you is that I really think that at the end of the day, there's a new normal out there. I hope that these six realities um, that you need to accept hit you right in your heart and make you feel better because we're never going to go back. And truthfully, believe me, we do not want to go back. The, the, the air is fresher. The water is cleaner. Racism is exposed. <laughs> the folks that did stay together have an even stronger relationship. The folks that are still here, you know, with us are more appreciative of life right now. People who hated their jobs, <laughs> God took that job away for many of you, hundreds of millions of you. And now you're hopefully going to be inspired to look into something new right now. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying to you right now is that I'm so happy for everybody. I love you. This is my diary. I'm the minimal CEO, Kareem Jackson. You guys, I'm so glad that you're here. Um, I just hope that you can go out there, you guys, and you can really enjoy your life. You can enjoy the things that you do. You can enjoy the blessings that you have, the people that you have in your life and understand that just in my home country alone, 250,000 people are not with their family this year. Up to 11 million more aren't going to be able to be with them anyway because they had COVID or got COVID or still got COVID or whatever. So there's a new normal out there. You need to embrace the new normal. Can't run from it. You can't play with it. You need to embrace it. Don't play games with it. It's a new normal. This is the way it's going to be. And for many of you, once you kind of understand the value of what God is showing us right now, we just have to relax and just let it happen. Yeah, there's going to be a, 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 a what do you call it? A, a vaccine. Mm-hmm. But you know what? Don't forget this moment. Don't forget right now what it feels like, what's important. The things that got you out of this hole, the people that got you through, the organizations that helped you. Don't forget that. Don't forget the companies who paid their employees throughout all of this and didn't stop. Don't forget them. Don't forget these people. Because the new normal right now is going to be here forever. And we have learned so much about so many people. And some is good, some is bad. But it is our new normal. That's what it is. So thank you guys. You've been here with me for the Diary of a Minimalist CEO. Hope you guys enjoyed this. I've enjoyed it. We've got these every week, twice a week, you guys. Coming at you, giving you the things that you guys ask me about. Um, next time, I think that we're talking about how you can get free, how you can really outsource. We're going to focus on outsourcing next week because a lot of folks are wondering how they can do that now with the whole pandemic thing. They're like, oh my God, I can't do this. I can't pay payroll. What do I do? And you know what? 10 years ago, I was there. Outsourcing my um, my printing for my company, y'all, saved my life. I didn't even know you could do that. During my career as a U.S. publisher in the United States, they came out with the WebFed printer. Revolutionary. Initially, it was totally criticized, quality, all of that. But it changed everything because not only did the WebFed printer allow you to not have to have plates and, 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 and printing visits and all of that stuff. 
but it also allowed you to offshore outsource your printing so that you could save in my case from a hundred thousand dollars per issue for a magazine to 20. crazy same magazine same now and now at this stage the quality is the same everything and now that it's cheaper you know i've always been that minimalist entrepreneur type ceo person i wasn't greedy i lowered my prices I didn't have to do big magazines anymore. Now I can do magazines just for cooks, just for tattoo people, just for dreadlocks people, right? And that's what I did. You know, I decided to go through and say, you know what? The biggest thing, you know who got me through minority success when I had that issue, when I was having issues with my company, when I was trying to get things going, you know who got me through? Man minorities the small business folks minority success had 500 small business people that were advertised in that publication in kansas city missouri kansas st louis all over but in the midwest and when things got hard the directory which was 100 <laughs> the directory got me through and it wasn't just about the money the money was less but when you've got 30, 40, 50 people, corporations screwing you over, right? Going bankrupt, Sprint went bankrupt, AT&T went bankrupt, they didn't pay their bills. Blacksmith Klein was bought, I think, by Bayer and they didn't pay their bills, right? You know, the other publications that we were coming for them, they wanted to close us down and, and it was just too much, too much. But to have 500 folks like, we got you. It changed my life. It changed my perspective. It was a new normal for me that changed it. So I was able to take what I've done. And then now I'm able to help smaller entrepreneurs with publications, with eBooks and with consulting. And that's been an amazing thing. We still love our corporate clients. <laughs> we have corporate outsourcing packages and things like that. But in the, the day, it's nice to be able to help because I don't have to have $2,000 just to talk. You know, your hundred dollars means a lot to me. It means as much to me as that guy's $2,000. You know why? Not because I'm so shrewd or so smart. It means as much to me because I know that for you, that hundred or $500 or thousand dollars feels the same way as that guy's 10,000 or $20,000 feels. And in the day, usually no one would help that small guy. You know, no one's going to do your logo for $99. No one's going to give you a website for $350, $500. No one's going to walk you through and help you get an ebook for $1,000. And then for me, freedom in this new normal, when I change my life, the value that I could help these small businesses to do that, give them things they wouldn't do. This is before the internet, before Fiverr, before all of those people. We were doing it. And that changed my life. So the new normal, you guys, six realities that you need to accept, play this back, hear it again. You know, we're never going back. And I do not think that we want to go back. Um, thanks for being here, everybody. I appreciate it. Um, I want to give a shout out to all of you. I love you guys very much. Thanks for being here. Um, we got sponsors sponsor my shows. I want to say a big shout out to all the folks in the dreadlocks community. We're doing this really, really nice publication for them. One of the benefits of being free and being able to help people that usually wouldn't be helped. Um, 
This is my new I Love Dreadlocks magazine coming out. We're showcasing Dreadlocks entrepreneurs um, in a very great way. I'm very proud of this, you guys. You have been watching the Diaries of a Minimum CEO, and I will see you next time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Love you all. Hey man, if you like dreadlocks, you're gonna love I Love Dreadlocks magazine. Coming soon to the Philippines, you guys, showcasing 500 Philippine dreadlock artists, all their products, their international clientele, their amazing professional spa quality products like Filipino Dread Man products, you guys. They are so awesome. It's here, I Love Dreadlocks magazine, you guys, showcasing the salons, the people, the clients that make up this awesome, awesome industry lifestyle and culture and of course you guys the whole point is to showcase entrepreneurs and to get you to where you can search you can search favorite philippine dreadlocks artists and products and boom you guys i love dreadlocks magazine showcases all that you need bookings products pinoy dreadman and over 500 more artists locations and all of their bookings all throughout the philippines you guys this is a national magazine distributed internationally in print online digital i love dreadlocks magazine has got you covered you guys and you know what man there's no problem there's no worries if you want to be showcasing the magazine advertising is affordable the digital copies are going to be on google play you guys google podcast it's going to be on spotify you guys can touch everything it's here you guys i love dreadlocks magazine it's here you guys are going to love it it's fantastic you guys you can message us pm us let's showcase your business your shop your talent in i love dreadlocks magazine